listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to the Good Morning Show. Hey, it is Wednesday afternoon. It's nine minutes past six. I couldn't wait the whole week to be here again with the usual suspects. Good evening, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, evening Prajo. You've, you've been good. You've been all missing in action. For the past two weeks. Sure. We're here. So. We're here. We're back. <laughs> We're here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that all that matters now? Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, well, I mean, we need to gain some power. Yeah. You know, um, so that when we come back, uh, we come back fully empowered. Yeah. You know, but uh, also, it's it's necessary for our listeners to also miss us. Oh, know? yeah. Ho- okay. ho- hope I'm not when they say, Ish, uh, we miss you. Yeah. They They usually say, um, you never see the value of something when yeah. you are having it until it's gone for a moment. Absolutely, <laughs> you <laughs> know. So yeah, yeah. My my grandmother had a better way of putting that. She sure. would say, mm. "Absence makes the heart grow fonder." Grow fonder. Yeah, correct. Great. I just. I know. Sounds deep. <laughs> no, it's very deep. I don't know what issues she was battling though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Hey, we're meeting again. Of course, uh, we're going to make the show to be. Uh, what it is, I mean, we, we try all the time that we, we learn with our litna- listeners, we impart information. We don't give advice on this show, but yeah. we, we share information. Sure, sure. Mm. And and yes, remember our listeners, they can still connect with us. We're actually live on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. We are Hope Alive Radio Station. And on Instagram, we are Hope Alive Radio. And our WhatsApp line is 067-153-1089. Sure, right. Straight out of the heart. Hey? Straight out of the heart. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Great. Um, guys, we, we, we're going to be running with uh, a series that we, we, we've been on for the past couple of, uh, of weeks, yeah. except for last week, where we were going back to basics to say this is where we start. I mm. think we started with your simple bank account that you need to have Mm-hmm. That will serve. I remember I used a word that um, um, Pony and Rachel loved, mm. that your bank account is simply a conduit. Conduit, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Simply a conduit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so all it does just allows money to, sure. be, to, to be in your account and sure. you can draw it. So it just holds your money. It doesn't mm. throw mm. your money. It doesn't oh, that's what conduit means. Conduit, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. so just a facility. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, yeah. In, in Christian terms, we'll say it's a vessel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. 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 That I get. Oh, no, absolutely. Conduit, <laughs> I... <Yeah>. Conduit, <laughs> you're not too sure. Stick around. Stick around, guys. Stick around. You'll learn better. Yeah. So we, w- we wanted to, uh, to upgrade. You know what I mean? We, mm. We, mm. we spoke Reggie of very simple uh, bank accounts the different sure. banks will call it different names where you put money for mm-hmm. say a 30 day period or 31 or 32 where you gain simple interest uh, we can talk about compound interest which is interest on top of your interest sure but those are very very basic short-term type of uh, investment investment yeah. or, or, or planning as such you know you're planning for the short term if mm-hmm. you're only running a check account transmission account uh, or a simple savings account, um, you are running it on a day-to-day basis. Mm, mm. Some savings account are basically depleted by the 4th of the month, and they they stay like that until the 25th or 28th or the 30th. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they are not a long-term or short-term, or rather uh, medium-term planning strategy as such, but they are just a a conduit and nothing but a, gen- a conduit. Sure. So <laughs> we trying to upgrade again. from there. <laughs> yeah. so just a vessel. Exactly, and just a vessel. When I translate yeah. for you. Yeah, no, oh no, yeah. no, I get it, I get it now. Yeah. We're together. Absolutely, yeah. So we want to, to look at things to to grow your, um, your, your wealth, you know, mm. wealth creation. Sure. This show, we're big on wealth creation. Mm-hmm. We are big on, uh, on legacy, you know what I mean? And, of course, we shall be touching on, on those. So yeah. one, one of the things that we're going to be touching on today, um, and there's been a, a request from listeners talking about retirement planning. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Sounds like a very simple uh, concept, but of course it's got its uh, logistics. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's got its stems. It's got all these beautiful things. And maybe it's something we could look at and maybe we can uh, unpack and see if our listeners are going to derive any value from it. Sure. Maybe a disclaimer we'll do at this time. Uh, yes, um, just a quick disclaimer that Mr. Joy and I, we work for a financial institution. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this therefore means that the views that are shared in the studio, they do not represent those of our employer, yep. but they are solely ours. But as usual, we always make sure that we share views yep. um, that will move your relationship with money to a much greater level. No, absolutely. We shall not deceive you in any other way, <laughs> sure. but what we're going to try and do is to improve that relationship and add With those money. zeros to, yeah. to, yeah. to your bank account. Hey? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, so when it comes to, to retirement planning, a lot of people associate this with being old. Um, mm, you mm, speak to sure. uh, Ama 2000, which we, we have in, this <laughs> in the studio here. And by the way, they are standing. Uh, the, the 2000s are standing. I'm surprised why the 50s today, they decided to sit down. <laughs> yeah, so when we speak to them, uh, yeah. talking about saving for retirement, they look at you funny. Sure. See if there's something wrong and with What you. are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Mm. Well, I'm mm. going to stay young forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. I'm probably going not going to die. Mm. You know, I'm young forever. But hey, let me tell so you something. You work in the space. What has the experience been like for the time that people normally start? Yeah, people generally leave it too, too very late. And I can mm. tell you that. And, and very, very late being? Very late, anything from 30 yeah, 35 uh, or so. 35. Is it something late? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 30 look, is look late. The ideal, the ideal is to start immediately when you start working. Sure. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. Yeah, some, some people started wor yes. uh, work at, at 19. Yeah. Some start at 23. Start, some yeah. start at 24. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's around the age which yeah. people start working. So I think I think 30 is actually late, you know. Um, is it? Because, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, at this age, there is a lot that you are thinking about. Um, sometimes there's also a lot that you've committed to yeah, financially, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So it's it's much more better to start at an early stage. Yeah. Where the moment you start receiving an income, yeah, you know. So what we're saying is that there's a lot of things that are competing for sure that for, for for that. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Mm. So uh, what we what we're saying is that you better start as early as possible. Mm -hmm. um, one of the reasons is that before you commit uh, to other things, yeah. you already have this one um, covered. So the main thing is to start as early as possible. The reason for that, firstly, is to make sure that you, you build that habit of mm -hmm. saving between now that you've started working at 23 or 24, and you're going to stop that saving, say at 60, 65, when you hang up your, your, your boots. So yeah. say you're not playing yeah. anymore, you're not working anymore. So that's the, the, the recommended uh, period is to start as soon as you earn an income. So the beauty about that is people could, could even say, hey man, I've just started working, but I don't earn truckloads of money, and therefore, do you want me to take my meager earnings so far mm. and put it on something that I'm going <laughs> only going to see some- Yeah, that's the question I was going to ask. 35 years later, because you know what I mean? Another side of that is, if I'm 23, yeah. the money is not a lot that I'm earning, yeah. and I'm thinking, I 65 is way too far. What if I died 40? Exactly, exactly, exactly that. Yeah. So the advantage about that is that even if you were to die at, at 40 or even 35, it's still your money. Obviously, there are people that you are responsible, you may be responsible for if you are not responsible for, but it's people that are close to your heart. Mm -hmm. So what would then happen is that if you were to die at, at that stage, that money will go somewhere. This speaks mm -hmm. to legacy. Know, sure. It will either be your children, it will mm. be your wife, it could be your parents or whoever, but it all speaks to wealth creation. It all speaks to, mm -hmm. to legacy. Yeah. Mm. So all right. So as an advisor, let's say I'm a youth and I come into yeah. the meeting, yeah. a consultation, yeah. mm -hmm. and I express these fears yeah. that I <laughs> 65 is too long. Yeah. I want to enjoy my money yeah. sooner. Yeah. What sort of advice would you give to encourage me to, to think about yeah. starting now? Look, it, it happens all the time. Young people think they are infallible and they feel starting to save at the time when they save is a waste of money and mm. it depri deprives them uh, of some of the niceties uh, mm -hmm. of life. So all I, uh, I would say to them, yes, it does seem like a long time, but let me tell you, um, it, it, will, it will come up at some stage. And it is it's rather safer to start sacrificing some of the things now sure. than being at that age and you're not able to look after yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of, um, 
avoiding instant gratification. I, re- I know Reggie likes that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to avoid instant gratification, because yeah. if you are not saving towards the future, you are basically indulging in mm. instant gratification. Sure. So what we're saying is try and win yourself from that and make and we're not saying take all your money yeah, and put it and into put it in savings mm. exactly that we're not mm. saying that and I'll, and I'll tell you that it becomes much easier the earlier you start mm-hmm. um, gives you a much longer period mm-hmm. to start saving mm. so if you were to start saving for your retirement say at age 40 yeah and you're going to retire at it's age 60 Mm-hmm. It gives you only 20 years, 20 years. Sure. To, to, to retire, mm. you know, mm. or to save, rather. Okay, and which means if you have a specific goal for how much money you want at 65, you have yeah. to be more aggressive, Absolutely. a higher premium. Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Unlike if you were to start saving at 20, if you're one of those that start working at, at 20 years of age, you know, you've got 40 years sure. um, of savings. With, yeah. mm. You know what I mean? And therefore, that relieves you of the pressure of having to pay high contributions or high premiums, mm-hmm. mm. you know, because of the, of the time factor, you know. So yeah. if you mm-hmm. started 45, of course, you can, you can still do it. You can catch up, mm-hmm. but it will be a lot of money. You might have to sacrifice certain things. You might have to downgrade on your house, downgrade yeah. on the car, sure. da- downgrade on the kids' education and all the type yes. of thing for you to, to catch up. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you start as young as... Um, you, you can at mm-hmm. age uh, 20, 21, 23, uh, you, you have a better chance of saving without feeling that squeeze. Sure. And, and I think also, uh, Mr. Joe, um, it's on the issue of dependency. Yeah. You know, as we grow, we actually seem like we are going back to being young. You know, then you're growing, you have kids, and then whatever you have, um, as your retirement is yeah. not sufficient to sustain you. Yeah. Then now you start being a burden to the young ones. Yeah. So this then starts being a chain of yeah. what You're we usually call a, 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 a black tax. Yeah. You know? oh yeah. Yeah. Oh it yeah. becomes a chain yeah, yeah. to say it it's, it's going to be a generation of yeah. I need to get a job and then look after mm. this from home, you know? Yeah. But how about you give your children a different experience yeah. from yours? Yeah. Um, when you retire, yeah. you retire comfortably. Yeah, a vicious circle, indeed. Yes. Yeah. So what happens if you, w- when you have that conversation of um, retirement planning? Mm. You basically look at how much you are earning at the present moment. Yeah. And you say, at 60, I still want to earn the same amount, mm-hmm. the equivalent of, in rent terms, future value. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm earning three rands now, if I'm earning ten rands now, mm-hmm. I want to receive ten rands worth in sixty years. When yeah. Time. Time. Sure. Okay. So increasing with inflation, uh, mm-hmm. obviously. So my premium may start as very small, um, whatever whatever small is described to be. Let's say it's 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 a hundred rand, for example. I'm just g- giving a crazy example. Okay. That's what is relevant at that time. Mm-hmm. And I'll start that and pay that for the next um, 100 years. If, of course, I'm doing it based on the calculation, on the recommendation that we have given you. Chances are, when you hit age 60, your life shall not have, um, shall not have to take a, a... Massive change. A massive mm-hmm. change as such. You'll be able to maintain your standard of living sure. based on the calculations that we shall have given you. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, the one big um, assumption we make is that by the time when you retire, you shall have no debt. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially the biggest debt uh, being, being a, bond. a bond. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, certain people, what they, what they do is, okay, you may not be owing any car at that time. Uh, you may plan and say, okay, at a particular time, uh, I'm going to downgrade in my car if you want to, if it, may, it will make financial sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but on that grind, uh, downgrading uh, of, of, of the car, every five years, I'm going to buy a new car. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be 78 and you're stuck on the road. <laughs> There's sure. a lot of I'm a 2000 running around. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah, you know? you know, Mr. Joe, I think also um, wha- the, the conversation which I would have is to ask a person, ha, when you retire, mm-hmm. what type of lifestyle would you like to have? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then, if ever you still want to maintain the Santin yeah. type of lifestyle, yeah. mm-hmm. 
then your retirement should your what you contribute towards your retirement yeah. should speak to that. Exa- exactly, mm. exactly. You can't be wanting to to live. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Yeah. <coughs> All right. So, yeah. I- even as you engage that point, there's two things that you brought up mm. because of time value of money yeah. mm-hmm. and inflation. Yeah. How does so compounding comes to play when you're talking to someone uh, I'm coming and I'm consulting yeah. and I'm young. Absolutely. So if I start early compound interest then comes into play and mm-hmm. that Absolutely. Absolutely. powers my my path to wealth big time, big time. What I wanted to ask was besides that and that's a big advantage. It is. Absolutely. There's one thing that can work against it though. Yeah. and counter it is inflation. inflation. Exactly that. Yeah. Because it wasn't a reality that we would have to worry about in South Africa no, true. until recently. Absolutely. It has yeah. gone up and sure. it's starting to be Absolutely. a concern that Very people much. do need to consider. Very much. So it doesn't um, veer too far away from 6%. Mm-hmm. I think the heaviest I've seen over years is 6, 6.5%. Um, I haven't seen 7% in a long time. So mm-hmm. if you're making your investment... And um, the investment, however it's put, it's mm. put together. You know, um, it has to try and beat inflation. Uh, that's the starting point. So, depending on how it is structured, it may beat inflation by two percent, three percent, four percent, or five percent. So, the best is to try and beat inflation by a big a margin, as, as high as a percentage can. as you can. Exactly that. Yeah. But of course, you saving money on a monthly basis and not increasing that um, contribution, you are just putting a thousand over a thousand or twenty thousand over twenty thousand when if it's not invested in a way that ends interest and that interest which is compounding or it is not unitized, you're not buying shares in 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 a company blue chip or or otherwise mm. you are not making any any money at all it's as good as taking that money and putting it um uh, under your mattress <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what we do in this country <laughs> mattress well yeah. it, it is an argument inflation it's something that i've come up with a question that many people ask and it becomes an excuse for not investing. But yeah. mm. uh, look, my, my money is losing value. Sure. So why yeah. should I let why it sit I? in that system? Yeah. But one thing that I always say to counter that is as much as it is true and it, it can be concerning, especially once the economy flips to a hyperinflationary mm-hmm. economy. I've yeah. seen instances like uh, Brazil and well, next door Zimbabwe. Zim, yeah. Of course. There are many countries that have shifted to that hyperinflationary Mm -hmm. environment. And what that means is any investment that you have, you could have a million rands right now. By the end of the year, it will be worth like 10 rand Mm. once the economy gets to that. But we are not yet. We are not. We are far from that. We hope six percent. We hope not to get there (laughs) because they were like 300 percent. So that's the gap. A thousand percent. A thousand <laughs> percent I've seen that. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's a thousand percent means yeah. your money is losing value yeah. at that pace at, at that per year. At, at, so exactly. then it can be concerning. The counter is if you are in South Africa and you are within 6% and mm. there's good good controls within sure. government, yeah. even though they are painful to us yeah. when these measures get implemented, interest True. rate is increasing yeah. to protect that inflation. Yeah. Ultimately, it protects us. But this is the argument. Many people who use inflation yeah. as an argument for not investing yeah. mm-hmm. forget to think about the other side of that argument, which the is side of the if you don't invest that oh, yeah. thousand, two thousand rands every yeah. month, yeah. Mm. where is that money going? Yeah, it's exactly. an allo- unallocated fund. It's uncommitted oh, yes. funds. Uncommitted. <laughs> and if it's uncommitted, it disappears. It just disappears. It goes anywhere. No it direction. goes anywhere. So ultimately, by the end of the year, by the end of the 10 years, if we ask, Based on your argument that yeah. inflation is why I didn't start, yeah. how much do you have now invested or saved up? Yeah. Many people who use the argument don't realize that 10 years later they are at zero. Absolutely, absolutely. So there, sh- there should be no excuse at all you mm. know, in not saving. Some people will say, okay, I was going to describe what, um, what forms of retirement planning could get yeah. the most traditional one would be buying a retirement annuity mm-hmm. so retirement annuity is basically a, a contract 
which you sign um, from day one up to day whatever. So up to the day when you retire, so at age 60 uh, or 65. So mm -hmm. that contract will continue. You will continue paying contributions or premiums. You mm -hmm. will have an agreement with uh, the live company that you, you, will, you are investing with to increase your, your contributions by 6%, 10%, 15%, or whatever percentage that you, you may have decided on. So that will continue throughout the years. So people may say, oh, look, my money is stuck there. I cannot get it out whenever. What if there is property that I want to buy? You know yeah. what I mean? Why do I invest only in, in this type of thing? You know, I'm stuck in it. I, I cannot, why don't I buy property with it? My argument to that is there's absolutely nothing wrong in using property as retirement mm -hmm. uh, funds as well, instead of being stuck in a contract that runs for, for the next 20, 30, 30 years. Mm -hmm. But what we're saying is um, use um, different approaches, you know, mm -hmm. um, use property if you can, weigh the advantages and disadvantages of it, but use traditional forms of retirement savings as well, like a retirement annuity, for, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, your retirement annuity will give you advantages. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it is tax deductible in the sense that you can deduct up to 27.5% from mm -hmm. the receipt of revenue. So what they basically do, they're reducing your tax burden mm -hmm. or they're basically subsidizing your premiums for you. You know, mm -hmm. that, that's something you, you will not get. Um, anywhere else. You know what I mean? All right. So if we're talking numbers, yeah. the tax benefit that I get while I'm contributing right now, yeah. I know mm -hmm. there's tax that I'll pay when I get the money later. Oh, yes, yes. How does it compare? Do I, if I'm going to ultimately pay the tax at the end when I'm 65, is there a difference in saving? Yeah, look, I, I think at, at the end of, it, uh, end of the day, everything has to be looked at in context. You know? Yeah. So, um, of course, Taxes are something that you will not uh, run away from. But for the fact that you are getting a tax deduction now, it is allowing you to be able to make that contribution. Because what some people will do is after they've received their tax deduction or a refund from the receiver, mm. they will take that money and plow it back into the retirement annuity. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. So, of course, at the end of the day, you are going to be taxed. But saying because I'm going to be taxed at the end of the day not is not excuse mm. yeah. for not saving mm. the retirement. Because chances are, if you're not saving the retirement annuity, you may not be saving anywhere. At, at all. And therefore, at all. you will not yeah. have any money. And of course, there are tax-free amounts that come at, at a particular age. Mm -hmm. Right now, your first 500,000 rands is tax-free. Nice. Right? So, um, yeah, you don't pay tax on the 500. And of course, the, if, you, if you take a, a higher amount, you, you become entitled to one-third in cash when you retire, okay? You've had the retirement annuity for, for, for 30 years and now you're retiring, you're 60, mm -hmm. okay? So they give you 100,000 rands, for example. Then they'll say, you can take the one third, which is 30,000 rand, mm -hmm. you can take it and blow it uh, and uh, the, the way you want, okay? So as long as that amount is 500 and below, you will not pay tax on it. Mm. But the, the moment it's higher, let's say it's 600,000 or 700,000, you're going to be charged tax based on that difference you know so that difference is the one that yeah that, that will make a difference in terms of, of tax so that that is a huge advantage it's a huge advantage but another thing uh, about the retirement annuity gives you that disciplined form of savings because with a retirement annuity this is one of the features is that you may not access mm. the funds uh, as long as you're invested in it mm. so no matter what happens uh, there's a death in the family mm. Um, whatever your house breaks down, they steal sure. your car, you are, are you uninsured or, or anything, you fall very ill and all the type of thing. Okay. Um, that money cannot be, be touched. Yeah, be touched. Mm. The reason is the receiver of revenue, the government gives you a tax concession mm. uh, or a tax benefit or a tax deduction. So why should they make it accessible. liquid? Yeah, accessible mm. if it is that you can yeah, I if you're going to get liquidity, but at the same time, you can actually cash it in. You know, you're getting mm -hmm. a tax. Yeah, let me Technical sort my round. Yeah, let <laughs> me sort my <laughs> round yeah. So, right, so you, you will not be able to cash it in mm. because the government is already subsidizing it. Mm. You know? all right. So, yeah, then it's not fair at all that you're getting a tax concession, but you can also um, 
cash it in. Cash so it. it's like having your cake and eating it at the same time. That's <laughs> never that allowed statement. anywhere. <laughs> exactly. So All right. So if I'm in consulting and I ask, is there an optional facility that I could use which has those tax benefits, even if they're not as much as the first one that you described, but I can cash out my money? Yeah, but that, that will be a different ball game altogether. The, mm -hmm. the tax Meaning? benefit that um, you would have get with a retirement annuity is quite a, a big one and very little else out there can compare uh, with that. All and right. not, on, not only does it offer, you know, the discipline of saving money between um, age 20, like Reggie, up to age <laughs> 60 as such. You know what I mean? It gives you that form of discipline and you know that you cannot mess around with money. But there's something I forgot to say is that the only other option where the um, retirement annuity can pay out mm. any cash before retirement is at death mm -hmm. of, the event of, owner mm. of, mm. of the owner of the uh, the person, yeah. Yeah. okay, or the owner of the retirement annuity. Of course, uh, his family will be paid out, his beneficiaries mm. yeah. will be paid out. Or if they become disabled, that he can't work anymore. Oh, and okay. in that case, it can pay out. But anything in between will not... Um, trigger any payment at all. So it's death, payment. disability, death, and disability. the actual retirement. And the actual mm. retirement. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but during that whole period, there is protection against uh, creditors in case you become insolvent. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's very unlikely for a person that is um, employed, mm. nine to five type, uh, of nine to five type of an individual that's employed mm -hmm. by an employer on a formal yeah. basis, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, for them to become insolvent. People that may experience insolvency are people self that are self-employed. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And of course, when, when that happens, if you've got a retirement annuity, it's worth two, three, four million rand. It is mm -hmm. safe it's from, safe. from, mm. from um, uh, liquidators. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. that definitely is a huge advantage yeah, and benefit. But does it apply in instances where I'm insolvent because I caused it? Yeah, the, the negligence. There is there is two types of insolvency or, or sequestration where you talk about voluntary uh, and compulsory. I'm not okay. sure if the word compulsory is, is, is that, but people mm -hmm. do commit acts of insolvency, and some okay. people run companies down uh, with a reason uh, that they want to evade whatever. Maybe they want to collapse this business and open another one for whatever reason. Maybe mm. they're tax mm. dodging or anything like that. So with the retirement, that is not taken into account. The fact that is a retirement annuity, whatever happens is irrelevant. So, okay. yeah. mm. so to a person that will say, I know I'm not going to save money in a retirement annuity, I'd rather buy a property with it. Yeah. So what happens when you become insolvent? Solving, that property is going to be attached. Be and, yeah, and, mm. and basically mm. that. So, yeah. so, so your retirement savings are safe if they are in a retirement sure. annuity. So, so, so I think okay. it, it would it would be recommended that um, you have that vehicle, a retirement uh, um, um, annu annuity, yeah. and then <coughs> if ever you have the capacity, you can also invest in tangible assets. Diversify. Also, yes, Diversify. do that. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So you, it, with that, you know that you are safe in in two sides. Yeah, um, diversify. When you retire, yeah. you have funds which will be paid out to you. Um, irregardless of what happens to you, like yeah. in terms of uh, your business and all of that, yeah. and then you also have an asset that you own, that is an income generator. No, absolutely, sure. and and of course that that property, anything can happen to it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, it might have been in an area which is not growing anymore. Sure, maybe the area is declining, so you're not. Yeah attracting as much rent as you would, mm -hmm. uh, by the time you want to realize its value at the time of retirement, uh, the value is, is, is very low. So it, it, it will not actually support um, your standard of living that you are trying to create throughout uh, your whole life. You know what I mean? So there is a strong uh, need uh, or rather a strong case retirement annuities mm. and they mm. come in two forms hey they come the traditional retirement annuity which you mm -hmm. buy through a a life company say the big life insurance companies we yeah. talk about in the country alternatively you can buy it in a form of a unit trust you know so yeah. mm -hmm. unit trusts are much more flexible mm -hmm. um and the fees are much lower uh, when you invest 
in return to give it via a, a unit trust? Well, I used unit trusts and the fees were, well, there's a clause that I'm not sure of. Maybe yeah. you guys are the experts. The, the consultants say they were waiving away their fees, so the consultant's fees is zero. Mm-hmm. Is that true or there's some... It, it can happen. It can happen. But in, in many cases, um, <coughs> financial planners, financial advisors, or whatever you want to call them, a lot of them are paid commission or some basically end fees. Mm. Okay? It uh, doesn't matter what the size of, of the retirement annuity or the life policy may be. I'm debating into another space now. Yeah. But what I'm saying is your retirement annuity will come with fees that... Mm-hmm. Um, whatever life company you're using, they're not going to grow your money for nothing. So mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. also want to, want to get something. Me, yeah. So they are so the fees of the company. And yeah, exactly that. And, uh, and the services of the financial advisor. Mm. So those can be, they are regulated by law, but of course they can be negotiated. So the lower the fees that you are paying either <coughs> to the company or to the um, uh, advisor Advisors themselves, mm-hmm. Uh, leaves a bit more money to go into investment. So the lower the fees, the better for you. Mm. you know? So, of course, you can enter into such um, an arrangement. Um, yeah, in, cert- in cert- certain companies do not pay an upfront advisory fee. Uh, some mm-hmm. will pay the advisor on, on a monthly or an annual yeah. basis or monthly basis um, a, a certain amount. Instead of paying him, say, a thousand rand for the service that is done yeah. they'll break it down to the next maybe year two or three and basically it's bro- broken down to 40 rand a month for example so what okay. it does it leaves a higher allocation uh, of the premium into your investment than if the huge lump sum was paid up front all right so we've talked about the benefit of starting early yeah you benefit absolutely. from compounding compounding yeah and, and you benefit no from the tax benefit? Yeah, absolutely. Why are people not investing? Is it an education that's missing? Yeah, I think... Do you think, or it's yeah. fears that you I come across? I think also commitment, the lack of commitment, you know, um, just knowing that each and every month I need to allocate these funds to mm. this thing, yeah. which I will only see after 20 years. Yeah, and if I'm alive. And only if I'm alive. People's <laughs> like, how, how, how do I know I'll be alive? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So no one knows uh, whether they'll they'll wake up tomorrow. Sure. No one knows that. Tomorrow is not promised at all. Mm. (laughs) But but we try and plan for tomorrow. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. We're not too sure. So if we're not too sure about whether we're going to wake up tomorrow or not, we might just well start investing in tomorrow as well. If it happens that we die, we're dead. But if we live, hey, we live. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I I cannot overemphasize the need, (coughs) excuse me, to start early, there is no pressure uh, mm. because you're still earning uh, lesser. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever it is that will be asking you to or recommending you to to contribute will be in line with what your earnings are sure. together with the goals that you have for you. Mm. So mm. if 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 we're saying you're earning a thousand rands now and we project that you're going to be earning that increasing, say by ten percent, on an annual basis. You know how much your premiums are likely to be at the end mm. of the year, uh, at, the, at the end of that forty years. But mm. we do know as well that you possibly will be studying, you may be changing companies, you may mm. be getting promoted. That you were earning a thousand rands uh, for the first five years. Hey, on the seventh years, you're now earning ten thousand rand. <laughs> you know, yeah. so <coughs> of course we'll make adjustments because if you now start earning ten thousand rand, but you happy to continue paying the hu- paying the hundred rands that you were paying when you were earning a thousand rand, then you're shooting yourself in the foot because mm. you won't feel it. It will be very easy to, to part with so the So the responsibility rand. ultimately lies with me to update. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Increase my premium. But mm. it lies, of course, with the advisor as well that is working with you. The, the, the deal is I will contact you at least once a year mm. to review sure uh your planning i need Not to review things with my advice <laughs> <laughs> once yeah. a year yeah once yeah. a year to say because okay. a lot could have happened someone <laughs> sure. could have gotten married a baby could have been born there was an someone increase could have, yes someone mm. could have won a big jackpot someone sure. could have you know a lot can happen in that space mm. you know so but of course that one phone call from the advisor to say hey but how are you 
Mm. This is what we did last year. Where are we? What has changed? And and whatever. And maybe introduce new concepts sure. that you are not aware mm. of. You know that okay. that will basically advance your your, your relationship. Interesting. That's something definitely I've learned, and I'm going <laughs> to review this. So the yeah. it be, it brings the question. Yeah. If I'm looking for an advisor, mm. yeah. what are what do good advisors do? Or say, or what am I looking for? The, I, I think the ma- the main thing is transparency. Mm-hmm. I think transparency because, and and somehow, <coughs> the legislation has now made uh, disclosures to be much more compulsory than they were before. You mm-hmm. know, first mm-hmm. you'll be knowing how much commission you'll be you'll be paying, sure. and what service you can actually expect. Mm. So I think the more <coughs> open the the the, the yeah, person right, so. is. Mm. Yeah, towards you, then you can determine um, whatever. Because in certain cases, I mean, we deal with so much documentation that you may not have the time to read all those stacks. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. some of the fees may be written in, in one of the middle paragraphs. You know what I mean? Sure. So, but a guy shows to be more genuine if he says, hey, Mr. Maseko, um, this is the fee that is going to be paid mm. uh, from... The, the the service that I'm, I'm I'm rendering you and thank you for for the business you know what I mean and uh, so you now already know you mm-hmm. know that the guy is and now you 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 expect some kind of service you know um, from from them you know because you you are paying for it you mm-hmm. know so of course it's a it's a huge incentive for for the guy to see you twelve months later all right yes you you may um, generate new business for him but yeah. on the other hand you will also get better service in the sense sure. that if you were lacking in one way or another of your planning this is another opportunity uh, to to re-engage and maybe close whatever gaps or shortfalls that may exist interesting yeah so I- it is important i think disclosures are the the most important things let the, this guy be um transparent about what what he's going to do and uh, what his uh, mandate is mm-hmm. normally the, there's a license and mandate that uh, advisors will show you that uh, I'm mandate licensed to do sure. a b c and d but mm-hmm. in many cases clients don't don't even mind that mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. feel because right. so you are in this company surely sure. you're mandated to do whatever mm-hmm. why should i check you out you know what i mean okay <laughs> yeah. if if we are talking the com- if we are having the conversation of retirement planning and I ask you, what options do I have outside of these facilities and outside of property which you, yeah, yeah. Which you mentioned? Yeah. Are there any that you advise clients on? Look, I will not call it advice uh, as such for the purposes <laughs> of the show. <laughs> sure. <laughs> for the purposes of show, we're not giving uh, advice, advice yeah. at all. But they, there's many other savings mm-hmm. uh, um, um, instruments. I mean, you get unit trust, like I, I said a bit earlier, Mm-hmm. Where there is basically no uh, s- uh, terms that are given, you're not prescribed that your investment is going to mature in five years' time, or ten years' time, or mm-hmm. fifteen years' time. Yeah. All you need to agree is the time horizon or the investment horizon. You say, mm, um, "I want to hang around this investment for the next twenty years," you know. But it doesn't mean that after five years you cannot come back and say, "I want my money." You know, that can mm. happen. So mm. you could use. Unit trust, unit trust mm-hmm. as as form of re- retirement savings. It's got, of course, its downsides in the sense that the money can be retrieved yeah, at, uh, at any, at any time. Mm. Um, all those type of things. But there are advantages as well. That hey, you invested in this unit trust portfolio. You see a property uh, that is lucrative, mm-hmm. and you can take some of the money from that investment, buy that property, and um, yeah, and whatever profits that you you gain, you can actually. Plant it back mm. into into the unit trust. You know what I mean? Okay. So there's many ways to 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 skin a cat, but the yeah. main thing is start early. Yeah, and I think also the discipline. You know, um, I mean, um, we can also look at cash investments, yeah. which um, they are easily accessible. You are able to look at them yeah, and absolutely. all of that. Mm. But then, if you know that um, 
looking at that money yeah. and <laughs> seeing it grow yeah. will only create commitments which are not there. Yeah. Then rather have a retirement annuity. No, absolutely. And temptations. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of temptations. Very much. Yeah, very a lot much. of them happened even yesterday. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, what what was the date yesterday? There was a lot of purchasing. Oh, oh there was a lot of purchasing yesterday. <laughs> Valentine. Yeah. You see, so if you had a plan already, you know, yeah, yeah you were going to buy outside that plan because sure. that money has already been committed, yeah, you exactly. know, to, mm. to to the retirement um, uh, goal, you know. So yeah, and and we're saying surely I will come to you and will recommend um, that you put down 15,000 rands on a monthly basis, depending on what you're earning yes. and what you are wanting your lifestyle sure, your to goal. be, yeah. you know, at age, age, age 60, when you are, how, what, what would you like to earn? That mm -hmm. will determine. Sure. So in many cases, our computers show very interesting figures. It comes uh, and says 15,000 or 20,000. It's relative to someone. It may be okay to someone. It's a lot of money. To some, okay, you know. So, but whatever recommendation that we give you in terms of the premium that you need to contribute, it is not cast in, in, in stone. You mm -hmm. can say you require or you recommend that I pay 10,000 rands a month, I can only afford five. And that's, mm -hmm. that's fine. So that's when that review on, on an annual basis will speak to, to saying, hey, Mr. Masego, mm. um, we we needed to be contributing um, fifteen thousand. We're doing ten. How mm. do things look now? Are we able to catch up? Because yeah. if if sure. we don't, then up to the age mm. of retirement, you shall have a shortfall. You'll not be able to keep the standard of living. So you might have to drop it. Um, mm. Yeah. So those annual review meetings help in in making sure that you you stay on course uh, okay. with your goals. I think a last one from me. If I'm a client and I get now get to the 65 yeah. and I retire and I get that money, is there any sort of counseling that I get? Because we've seen the show. I mean, it's popular. Many of the people that pop up there yeah. are the young ones. Yeah, sure. But I imagine they are. Yeah. The older ones. The yeah. older ones. <laughs> Who go and buy a truck. <laughs> that should yeah. be. That should be. <laughs> yeah. No, in, interesting. Interesting question. I have, there is very little... Mm. Um, I blew it type of situations with people that are retiring. Mm. You know? Mainly because if they've been working throughout their life, they know the value of work and the sure. value of sacrifice. Sure. So um, if all of a sudden he's 10, 60 uh, or 65, he's getting his money, very seldom does he go wild mm. uh, because you know he's had the discipline to save money. Mm. Those that go wild generally are those that receive a windfall from sure. nowhere. Mm. <laughs> then, of course. Also, from experience <laughs> yeah, and observation. Exactly that, yeah. They, mm. so the retired ones are safe. Yeah, very, very. The yeah. retired ones I mean, don't do crazy things. Because sure. I'm only bringing it up because I've seen instances where one or two have blew their money, not intentionally, yeah. but through yes. going into yes. entrepreneurship. Yes. And yes. you spend yes. all your yes. life sure. outside yes. of that yes. world and you try to get into it yeah. at 65. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This show has spoken very much about that issue to say, surely if you are not entrepreneurial, <laughs> you're not going to start at 65. Mm. You know, you go into a business you don't know. Mm. Reg, you know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> normally people at, at that age, they want to buy a truck. Sure. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It's an asset, Moose. You can uh, feel it. You can touch it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to it buy can a truck. be an asset. <laughs> you uh, want to go into a trucking business. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm. And let me tell you, most of those that I've seen buying trucks, they are failing. Things have not, have not mm. turned out well. You know, mm. there's been a lot of shares in, in that space. Sure. Because, I mean, <coughs> it, it's a truck on its own. You've used all your, your, your capital. This thing has to be maintained. Mm. You know, there is running costs mm. of mm. it. There's sure. diesel. Insurance. A driver that you've got to pay, you're probably 60, 65, 70, you're not too keen on driving yeah. uh, anymore, so you've got to hire e e 2,000 to do it for <laughs> you. And it's HICs. Exactly that. No, sure. <laughs> no these guys are shaman. And I think another thing which they tend to do um, is this 
schemes where they would just find someone saying, yeah, yeah give me your 500,000 yeah. and then in three months you'll have it back as a million. We'll sort it out very yeah. quickly. Mm. That happens. Sure. You know, that happens. So s- in, in one way or another, we should be grateful to the laws of this country because in many cases when, uh, <coughs> when, when your, your retirement annuity, say, uh, vests or what we call it, when it matures, when the mm-hmm. money becomes available, yeah. Yeah. okay, this applies. Um, if it's below 274,000 rand, you can be paid in cash. You can take your money, put it in your bank account, and you're good to go. Okay, mm-hmm. but if it is above that, there's a principle that applies. You can take maximum of one third in cash. Mm-hmm. So if you had a million, the 30,000 rand, uh, 300,000 rand, yes. 300,000 rand mm-hmm. is your third in cash. You can take sure. that and do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. Even if you blow it one night, yeah. you can do that. That's okay. But yeah. the remaining mm-hmm. 700,000 rands will have to pay you a pension, a monthly annuity. Okay, mm. you cannot cash that. That thing has to continue paying you up to when the cows come home. Okay, until mm. death. Mm-hmm. All right. Depending as well, that's another subject as to mm. how long will this money, the seven hundred thousand yeah. rand, last. It depends on how much you are taking, taking as an income. Mm. You get given an option. You can take minimum of two and a half percent of it, or you can take a maximum of seventeen and a half percent. So what we normally advise people take somewhere around six, seven, seven percent, seven and a half percent starts to be dodgy because we know many investments will perform at anything around six or seven percent. Mm. Worst case scenario. Yeah. So if you are to go and take thirteen percent and your investment is yielding only six percent, you're only depleting your capital. So we can thank our laws that. When you retire at 65, they don't give you 5 million rand in cash, mm. you know, because anything can happen, can happen. at that time. Yeah. Sure. A lot of things happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so tell me, uh, Mr. Joe, with the 700,000 that's remaining, yep. is it also any interest? Uh, yes, it, it is okay. growing, depending on how it's, 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 it could be put in some kind of unitized structure, okay. unit sure. trust type of thing. Uh, you can have all the asset managers that you can think of invested in, say your Alan Gray's, your mm. Coronations, your, yeah, your different, your Ash Bettons, sure. your, your whatever, you know. Um, so depending on what the fund you are invested in grows at, you know, mm. if it grows at 8%, and you are only taking six percent in terms of your income, then of course your capital is is growing. Yeah. But if you're taking six percent and this thing is growing at six percent, your capital is just sure. just preserved. But of course, if you are one of the lucky ones that says, "Nah, I want only two and a half percent," and this thing is growing at eight percent, your money will only grow, and you can have a higher amount later at, sta- at some stage. Or if you were to die, then you leave a beautiful legacy for whoever you want to leave behind. So mm-hmm. I was saying I'm grateful to the laws of this country that you're not giving you full five five million rand because a lot can happen. Yeah. 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 yeah, when money lends in that magnitude and it's not the kind you used to. No, exactly so that. Exactly that. Exactly. And exactly. it's unallocated. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> what can you do? You are Madala. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, uh, that truck becomes very easily lucrative, you know. So if you buy the truck um, a part of the one-third, you know, the one-third, you, you buy a truck. If things go badly, um, you haven't lost all your money. You still have the two-thirds. Mm-hmm. You know, just that your ego will be heavily uh, bruised, <laughs> and you may not. <laughs> all know? right. So I, I thought of another question while mm-hmm. you are talking about this. If I've retired, the money is there, safe mechanisms. How long can it last me? Depends. Yeah. Because there are some that live to a hundred. So I yeah, imagine. No, absolutely. <laughs> also, great question. Mm. Great question. The the planning is done. Uh, on the premise that you're going to live up to age 90. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So you've got 30 years to live um, if you, you've retired at age 60, for example. Mm. So between 60 and... It's another lifetime, can you see? It's yeah. another lifetime. It 60 is. and 90, it's another lifetime. Yeah. You know? 30, especially <laughs> the way ch- things change now. <laughs> it's a lot of money. It's a, lot of, it's, it's a long time. You know what I mean? So if I get beyond 90, um, it's late for me. 
uh, depending depending on how much you've been taking mm. from your uh, annuity, your living mm. annuity. Let's say I'm taking the standard agreed. Um, look, calculations show that around your 90, you, you are likely to, to run out of money. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but of course, but of course if, if you know your family history and yeah, <laughs> in the family, you know, we, yeah, we, we may want to say, hey, Menier, instead of you taking 6%, can you consider 4%? You know, just to make sure that if you decide to do what your um, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bad time to run out of money because that's when you need it the most. No, money. that's when you are. But at times, <laughs> you're so old and senile, you don't know you don't have money. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that's basically it. So, the, if, if I can say anything, if everything I've been saying has been nonsense, uh, mm. what you can take is that start early. Sure. At least start... True. Start early, no matter True. how little the contribution um, is, it will count for something at some stage, mm -hmm. even if it's below what is recommended by mm. the calculators or by the advisor, uh, do contribute something, which will make a huge difference. Mm. You know? Amazing. Okay. So, yeah, and the only times I see people asking for uh, retirement savings plans is if they work for a company and the company says, we'll only pay you cash, Medical aid and retirement savings with uh, a bond. Mm. That's All the right. only time when they do. But generally, because uh, even if you have a provident fund or pension fund, it's generally never enough sure. mm. to give you that standard of living that you mm. want at mm. 62 to 90. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. It's, a long, it's a long, broad subject. Sure. Mm. Time flies when we're having fun. Mm. Oh, yeah, um, I believe our listeners at home have learned a lot. Um, I myself also lend a lot. Okay. Um, I have. <laughs> Give me the money. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we shall meet again oh next yeah. week. Yep. Same place, same time. Absolutely. God bless. Share you. Sure. You are listening to Hope Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Captain Park, South Africa.